0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hello and thank you for joining once again Blog Talk Radio with Destiny Talk Show. It's been a while since we've had a show, but we're thankful that God is able and He's willing to to help us through whatever it is we're going through. So today it's about the fight of our life, the times in our lives when we feel like there is nothing left to do. We've done all we could possibly do. We have nothing left. But God is letting us know that the battle is not over. The battle is not being won yet by the enemy. The victory is actually ours. So when we come to the Lord in prayer and we say to him, Lord, help us, are we actually saying, God, help us, and then we do our own thing? Are we saying, God, help us, and I'm going to wait for you to tell me what to do and instruct me on how to do it? Sickness seemed to be the most um, a thing that right now everyone is really going through that we can all connect to. There's something going on, whether it's in our bloodstream, diabetes, whether it's cancer or some other type of disease that has come up that we are realizing is in our body. Coming from the food that we eat, coming from lack of exercise, lack of knowledge, lack of understanding. So God wants us to know that even though we're going through these things and even though it's presented in the world, he has an answer for you. He has a way out for you. He has to where we can be healed, live whole before him, and still enjoy the presence and praise of who he is. So whatever you're going through today that is a tremendous fight in your life, God is saying, He's in control as we go through the Battle of David with Goliath. We begin to realize that David realized he only had a certain object that would defeat the Goliath, but at the same time, he was confident. Because in time past, God had done miraculous things for him. As we begin to look over our lives, we can say, God did this for me. He did it for this person. He puts out testimonies over the Internet, over the radio, over the church, to let us know that he is real and that he will come when we need him. When we go to First Samuel and uh, on the Goliath story, a champion named Goliath who was from God, Came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits in a span. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale, scale armor of bronze, weighing five thousand shekels on his legs. He wore bronze greaves. Bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like the weaver's rod. Point weighed six hundred shekels. His shield barrier went ahead of him. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if he, if I overcome him and kill him, you will become Our subjects and serve us Now there was an intimidation factor here God began to let us know What his armor was about He had on some heavy armor That no normal human being Could possibly wear Then he even calls out At the battle line At the battle line We got Saul and his army over here Israelites And we got the Philistines over here so he begins to call out and says, send somebody to fight me. You don't even have to worry about fighting the rest of the army. You just come and let them fight me. If they beat me, the rest of this army will serve you. But if I beat you, then you will come and serve us. And when the enemy comes to us, he may come in sickness. He may come in lack of money, um, any type of desperate situation, and he comes and he puts down his intimidation rules to us in dreams, in other people, in our own thoughts, and he begins to threaten us. and and try to intimidate us to make us feel like we're worthless, we're useless, we can't do this. How are we going to do it? God is not tangible. God is not here. Does he see what's going on? Does he understand what we're going through right now? Where is he? Where are the angels, Michael and Gabriel and all of them that fight for us? Where is the Holy Spirit right now? Because as he begins to To bring those things towards us, we are asking all of these questions because we know what the word says, but we need the manifestation of the word. We are in a battle at this point with every being that we have in us and around us. And the tears are flowing out of our body. The depression is coming in. The I don't care attitude is there. Everything that says defeat, but we're not acknowledging that we are letting it enter in, not just yet, because the situation is new. So as he begins to threaten them, they become dismayed. They're like, oh, okay, no, none of us can do this. We can't fight this guy. So as David was sent up to go and take his brothers some food, he's listening to all this crazy. And he was like, but wait a minute, I know God. And I know what he's able to do because I've seen it, I've experienced it, and I, and I know. I know God. And that's how God wants us to enter into every fight that we have. When the enemy brings it in and we, the doctor says, hey, you got a, um, a blood disorder and it's very serious, and we have to find out how to treat it. At this point, we get very concerned. At this point, everything is flowing through our minds. We're going on the Internet, Googling stuff, trying to figure out what's going on and why it's going on. So as we're getting all this information in and it clouds our judgment, it clouds our prayer time, it clouds God. From actually revealing to us who he is, instead of going to God and Googling up some scriptures and Googling up how he can make a way out of no way, we've now clouded ourselves for the battle of defeat instead of the battle of victory. So David comes up and he says, who is this uncircumcised person that is coming against the Lord? He didn't even think about Saul and his army. He said he's coming against God. So when that, that thing comes against us, the loss of job, loss of income, loss of family members, sickness and disease, God is saying don't look at the situation in the flesh around you. But begin to look up to heaven and say, God, The enemy is trying to cross the line on this battle. He's trying to intimidate me with words before he physically steps over. The only way the enemy can step over the battle line is we allow him to. The only way he can step across that line is if we do not fight with the blood of Christ. We have to allow him to get over there. So as we begin to stand And we look up at that situation and we raise our hands before our father and we say, God, tell me how to fight this battle. God, you've done it for me in the past. Show me right now your word that I may be able to sustain through this battle. And the spirit of the Lord will come and he will say, these are the things you need to pray. These are the things that you need to do. Now, mind you, you you're going to go through some weeping. You're going to go through maybe a little bit of pain if it's sickness. You may go through loss if it's um, a job loss or financial loss. But don't worry. Don't fret that because God will replace all of that. The main concern you have is giving God the glory, letting him get the victory, and in the end you have given him his praise. You have grown from this situation, and God is getting the victory and not the enemy. God put all of these things in our lives to make us stronger, to bring us closer to him, to have us to know that he is God. In Joshua one nine, he says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So in his word, he's constantly assuring us that he is there. David, because he loved the Lord so much and he had a lot of time to worship God and get to know who God is, he knew that when that Philistine presented himself before God, before the people of God, he said, "Uh uh-uh, we're not doing this today. You will go down. And that's how we have to tell the enemy. We have to stand to sickness and say no. We have to stand to poverty, to lack, to loss of job, to people not liking us, to people talking about us, to our boss trying to get us fired, and we have to say no. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. We are more than conquerors through Christ. And when we repeat the word of God in every situation, when we look at it as more of a victory, we will see the victory. When we look at it with fear and defeat as the Israelites did, they turned around from Goliath and was like, "Uh uh-uh. Saul said, hey, whoever can do this, I will bless them. David was like, you know, what, all that is good, what the king is offering, and I know what he's offering. He was like, but this day, this Philistine will see death. This day, this Philistine will not live because I'm going to use the little bit that I have, just that little bit, to defeat who he is because he's coming up against my God. Sickness, you're coming up against my God, poverty and lack and joblessness, you're coming up against my job because God has promised me prosperity. God has promised me good wealth and health. God has promised me through the son of the blood of Jesus that I shall live and not die. What is it that you're expecting God to do? Because that's the result you're going to get. What are you speaking in your fight? Because that's the answer you're going to get. If you are looking at this thing in defeat, then guess what's going to happen? If you're looking at it in fear, then guess what's going to happen? God opened an opportunity and a door for David to come and show that he is Lord. His brothers got upset with him and was like, why are you even here? Go back and and tend to the sheep. Go back and do what you do. Why are you here? Because I know how you are. You're going to walk up there to that that Philistine and act like you know that you can beat him. We already know you, David. Go, go. So when you run into people like that, uh uh-uh, I know my God that I serve. And I don't have to prove it to you, and I got to prove it to you because I already know who he is, and I'm going to stand firm. And then you may hear, well, what about this? And what? No, there's no options. Shut down all negative options that come your way. I know the God that I serve, and I know that he is going to bring me out. I know that he is going to bring me through. So they offered up to David all this armor. Hey, before you go up there, why don't you put this on? Before you go up there, David's like, you know what? I can't, I can't move around in this. This too big for me. Let me do me and go up here to this Philistine, me and Jesus. We're going to work this out because I got faith and he has the power. So with that, we're going to go up here and we are going to defeat this enemy. And as we look at our lives in the fight of life, it's serious. We're crying. This is real tears. This is a real situation. It's real life. And to us, we don't know how we're coming out of this. To us, we don't know how we're going to get through this. But when we hold on to the promises of God, when we believe in who he is, the tears will stop. The doubt will stop. The irritation will stop. The negative words that people speak will stop because they're going to say, he's not going to listen to us. He's going to listen to God or she. She or he is not going to allow us to feed them with any negative thoughts. What are we doing in our battle today? Are we reading the word of God? What are we doing? Are we singing praises to God that are victorious songs? Or do we lay there day in and day out wondering how, wondering when, wondering what? so that the enemy can come in and place that dismay and fear in your life. How are we overcoming the battles of our lives? How are we overcoming the things that hit us hard? What are we doing? Stop looking at the appearance of the situation. Stop looking and listening to the words of the situation. When he chose David, God chose David, he said, don't look at the outer appearance because that's not what I'm looking at. So in order for us to have victory in the battle, we can't look at the outward. We have to seek God in the spirit realm. Are you seeking God in the spirit? Are you praying and actually trying to hear? What are we doing to get the answer from God? Are we seeking his face? When all the negative people leave for the day, are we turning our head to the wall and saying, God, help? I just heard a whole bunch of negative thoughts. Help us, God. What are we doing? Because when praises go up, that's when God manifestations come down, when positive, positive results come down. And if you say no, you and God say no. When God says yes, you say yes. You are in accordance with the will of God. For the Bible says the weapons of our fight are not carnal, are not the weapons of of the world. On the contrary, they will, our divine power to demolish the strongholds. And that's the international version. But our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but for some reason, we're fighting a spiritual battle with carnal thoughts and carnal results and carnal plans. And God is saying, let that go, stop. It's a spiritual battle. Goliath was real. But spiritually, he was defeated because in a natural, normal place, a slingshot killing a big giant is not comprehensible. But when you place that with God and you're standing on his word, now you can see that that slingshot is going to work. When you don't have the money or your account is overdraft or the doctor is giving you only so much time to live, when you go back to God and you say, God, this is what is before me today, I'm not taking no for an answer. So in my flesh, so in my spirit spirit man, let me begin to pray and grab a hold of an angel, grab a hold of the Holy Spirit, grab a hold of the word of God, and I'm going to move forward with the promises of God. David had no doubt that God was going to bring them out of that. David had no no dismay did he get. He looked up at him, and he was like, who? What? Who are you? You uncircumcised Philistine. What What are you saying? Do you even know what you're saying? So we have to look at these battles and know that God is in them. Don't look at the situation. Don't let it intimidate you. Don't let it make you afraid. Yes, is real. Yes, that pain is real. Yes, that eviction notice is real. Yes, that overdraft in that account is real. But God can make a way out of no way. But God can begin to move when no one else can. So while you're telling the story to somebody else and they're saying, well, you know, you might want to do this and you might want to do that, and you're bringing that spirit down even more because for some reason what they're saying is not connecting to your spirit, Then, then you know that's not the answer. Like David knew that armor was not the answer, no matter how much they tried to put it on him. He was like "Uh-uh, this this don't, uh-uh, uh-uh, this is not me, this don't feel right so when when you get the advice of carnal man who only thinks about as far as you do because it's a carnal man. You have to go into the spirit realm where all things are possible. You have to go in the spirit realm where there are answers beyond what we could ask or think or even have known to be possible. When you go into the spirit realm, it's limitless. But when you go to carnal, it's limited because of the fact that we cannot outthink each other. We are human beings. We are limited in thought until God opens up heaven and shows us unlimited. So instead of going to carnal and not understanding what they're saying or connecting to what they're doing, go into the spirit realm, get your answer, and hold on to that. Know that God is able. Know that he's already done it for you. Know that he's going to do it again and he will so how are we fighting today are we fighting carnal or are we fighting spiritual the philistines knew physically they were going to defeat the israelites it just wasn't even a question but they wanted to harass them and intimidate them anyway but god said "Uh -uh, i got something for this because the battle line is drawn step over the line and let's see what happens David was like, okay, let me just hook this up right quick. I'm going to sling it. God's going to do his thing, and it's going to be over. He had no doubt God was going to do this. When that Philistine dived on that floor and fell out on the floor, everybody looked a slingshot, really, instead of an army, instead of um, trained men doing this. Are you serious? It just took a slingshot to do this. Sometimes, it only takes a prayer. Sometimes it only takes you believing. Sometimes it only takes you speaking a word. It doesn't take a whole lot to move God, but it does take a whole lot to move negativity. It does take a whole lot to move, remove negative people. But after David heard all the negativity, he still went forward because he knew who his God was. Are we confident in who we are in Christ? Because the defeat would be less if we know God. The the victory would be more when we know God. So David, after this, the guy falls on the floor, the Philistine, he falls on the floor, on the ground. David said, told him before he killed him, I was, I'm going to cut your head off on top of that. Now, I'm just not going to, you know, have the victory over this, but I'm going to cut your head off. David took the sword, cut his head off, and everything was done. God got the glory for it. The main thing we want to do is make sure that God is getting the glory. That's the whole purpose of the victory of the battle, because in the end God gets the victory. God gets and we get the knowledge and the strength of who God is. So when we going through the when we are going through the battles and we know we need to be victorious over them it's okay to cry it's okay to feel bad but don't allow it to cross over the battle line don't allow the battle line to to the enemy to come over first and you're still standing there on your side you don't want the enemy to come over you want to make sure he stays where he is and that he has no power to be given to him to infiltrate your army, your battle, your your victory. You don't want him messing up anything God has promised you. Only you can allow him to cross over the battle line. You can blame anybody else in your life. If they wouldn't have done this, if they wouldn't have said that, but it took you to allow him to cross over, regardless of what everybody else said. They told David, go back to your sheep. Don't know. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Just go. David didn't listen to that. Why? Because he was not going to allow the enemy to come over that battle, that battle line. David saw victory from time to the last time of that Goliath standing there. What do you see in your battle? Do you see the victory that God wants you to have? Do you see that you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus? Do you see that God would not put no more on you than you can bear? Do you see that weeping only endures for a night? Do you see that you're looking for life and not death? Do you see that you want to believe and be free from whatever the enemy has placed upon us? Don't always say my life, my faith is almost gone. Don't say that I only have to have the faith the size of a mustard seed. That is scripture, but you can have more than that by confessing the word of God you can overcome whatever it is you want to overcome because of Christ it is possible you have to keep the faith you have to surround yourself with the word of God you are more than a conqueror in any battle that you face any battle what is it that you need from the Lord today today we're gonna say no no to defeat. Today, when things come up in our lives and it disturbs our spirit, we're going to say, no, I'm not dealing with this today. I can't. I am not No, I'm not, I can't. I can't do you today. No, devil. We're not even going to look at the person that's presenting it to us. We're going to go straight in the spirit realm and say, devil, I'm not going to deal with you today. You're going to take a deep breath and just begin to say, I'm more than a conqueror. We're going to use the word of God today to, to take away all strongholds that have held this sickness in our body, that has held this poverty, this financial lack. You will say to yourself today, I know I can get through this. I know I can stand and fight. You're going to say to yourself today, this is it. This is it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to be defeated anymore. This is it. And watch the difference that this is going to make. Let go. You're a child of the king. Say to yourself, this is it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, O God, that we shall live and not die. Thank you, God, that we are more than conquerors. Thank you, God, for your word that encourages on a a day-to-day basis. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary for us, O God. Father, as we lift our hands to you today in every battle that we have, We are more than conquerors through Christ, God. Salvation is so important to our lives right now, oh God. Anyone out there that's not saved, that hasn't confessed you as their personal Lord and Savior, God, we ask that you put it in their hearts right now, oh God. Father, we ask right now that you put someone around them that would encourage them to come to you, oh God, confess their sins to you, oh God, and acknowledge that you are their Lord and Savior, God. Today, God, this is it. Today, God, we're in a victorious battle. Today, God, Goliath goes down. Today, God, Goliath is defeated with a slingshot, God, which will be prayer. Today, today, it starts. Today, God, we will stand on your word. Release your angels from heaven to come, God. Release the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We love you today, Father, in the name of Jesus.